Baruch Hashem, we begin with a opportunity for each and every one of us to, to start fresh, to start new. Uh, that is one of the, thank you very much. It's one of the greatest gifts that a, that a person has in his life is the ability to, to start new, to start fresh, and to uh, change, and to be able to um, look at things differently, and to be able to uh, learn how to be more positive, for a person to learn how to live today uh, on a better than, than yesterday. Doesn't mean that yesterday wasn't great. Um, doesn't mean that yesterday wasn't terrible. The point is that it doesn't matter. Yesterday is uh, is gone, and our uh, our focus and our attention. The more we put it on today, the more a person puts it on now, on on uh, what what's in front of him. The more um, ability one has to change, the more ability one has to. To create that, what is it, that, whatever it is that you want. Um, paro is the same numerical value as Hashanah. Paro is Tikvada Avoda. Paro wants a person, and the Klipa of Paro, whatever that means, the Paro represents um, just over and over and over and over and over again. Today is just another day. Just like yesterday is just another day, and a Jew lives. It's Hashem. We'll talk about Hanukkah. It's Kislev, so we could have a little preparation for Hanukkah. Is one of the things that the Greeks, the Yevanim, wanted to take away from the Jewish people. It says they took away Shabbos. That we can understand. They took away Bris Mila. That we can understand. But it says they took away Rosh Chodesh. They didn't let the Jewish people celebrate Rosh Chodesh. Well, what's the big deal? So we didn't have Rosh Chodesh. The pshat is, is because they understood the depth of a Jew. Thank you very much. They understood that the depth of a Jew is in the power to renew oneself. As we said the other day, that the uh, world, the goyim go after the sun, because it's constant. The Jew goes after the moon, because a Jew is constantly changing, constantly growing. Is We are the ones who are connected to the Eitzchayim, the, the tree of life the tree of life and the power of life the ultimate power of life is, is growth and change and uh, Hashem gives us challenges and Hashem puts things in our way so to speak and Hashem gives us uh, different things that happen in order to help us grow in order that we can change uh, Hashem puts circumstances, gives us circumstances of difficulties, and Hashem puts certain things. Right? It's one of the reasons we learn purity of speech, and we learn the Hilchas Chavetz Chaim, is because the reason a person speaks Lashon Hara is because Motzi Ra, a Mitzora. A Mitzora is someone who, when you talk Lashon Hara, a person becomes a Mitzora. Mitzora is from the language of Motzi Ra is that you have bad inside of you. You have pain, you have hurt, 
you have challenges inside of you. And the way a person gets it out is when he speaks negatively about another person, as opposed to working on it himself. As, as we've been speaking about the difference between Esav and Yaakov, that Esav is Ish Sadeh. He, he, he works on everything outside. He's, it's all about the outside. It's all about what people think on the outside. It's all about the approval that I need to get on the outside. But I'm suffering on the inside. And I'm in, in pain on the inside. And I have my challenges on the inside. But when a person learns to, to understand his inside, when a person learns to understand his feelings, like, The only reason a person speaks Lashon Hara is because he hates people. It's because he hates someone. Ultimately, it comes because he hates himself. Love your friend like you love yourself. You hate your friend, you hate yourself. You love your friend, you love yourself. It's a very simple uh, equation. When you hate someone else, that person only is a representation of, of oneself. Now, one more thing, and then we'll learn the halacha, and that is that, um, that a person... Um, the Yetzirah wants you to be negative. The Yetzirah is all, always focused on sadness and negativity. That happiness is where Hashem dwells. That's why on Tisha B'Av we're sad. Beis is destroyed. Hashem doesn't dwell. Right? Purim is the time where it's, it's uh, the, the happiest time. Is Adar is Aleph Dar. Hashem dwells. That's when we read. And Mitzvah Shem will talk about it. The parshas of the Mishkan, building Hashem in this world. The way to bring Hashem into your life is through being happy, through being positive. For a person being grateful. Grateful people, thankful people are happy. Happy people aren't thankful, but rather someone who's grateful. Someone who's thankful. Someone who sees the positive. Someone who focuses. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. When you focus your lens on the positive, versus focusing your lens on the negative, which means that our default is negative. The natural state for a person to be is negative, which means we will automatically go to what's missing, automatically go to what I'm not doing, automatically look at things in a negative light, versus a person learning to become more positive. And like we say all the time, being positive is not something that you can force. You can't tell yourself, right, you should be, if you tell yourself you should be positive, right, that's a negative statement. That's a negative way of thinking. You should be positive. That's a negative way of thinking. Um, if a person says, I want to learn how to think more positively, and I accept the fact that I think negatively, that feels much better if you would say that. That's a much more positive statement than... Um, I gotta be, you gotta be more positive. You should be more positive. Right? That's not a way for a person to become more positive. That's a negative thought. Positivity is, is the way you think about things. When a person trains himself, and it's important for a person to train himself actively, literally like, like a, a person who works out, if a person works on his brain, and he works on learning how to think a certain way, and a person learns how to think, to, to really take control of, of his thoughts. You're not going to necessarily uproot your negative thoughts. That's very hard to uproot your negative thoughts. But if you can learn to think positively, so, and you train yourself daily, it's a daily exercise 
Just because you were positive yesterday has nothing to do with you being positive today. You could have had the best day of your life yesterday and, and you wake up the next morning or the morning after. That's what happens when people get married. What happens? They get married, they fall in love, and everything is great, and they think that's it. Finally, this. Or you get a new job, and you're making a lot of money, and you think, oh, finally, this is it. Or you move to another place, or you go to a yeshiva, whatever it might be that you do in life, and you're like, okay, finally, this is it. And it doesn't work like that, because, because that's not the way life is. Life is something that a person um, has to be working on consistently, and on a daily basis, and when a person learns Hilchas Lashon Hara on a daily basis, when a person focuses on positivity on a daily basis, then what happens is your muscles for being positive and your, 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 um, your ability to be positive um, gets stronger and your recognition of your negative is, um, is uh, less and you're able to pick up on different things. Okay, question, comments, and then we will, um, then we will learn a halakha. Question, comments? No question, comments? Yes. Maybe just a comment. A lot of times by this year, so guys are asking, so what should I do? What's, what's the next step? And I'm, I'm thanking Hashem personally that we don't have to do anything by just sitting exactly. here Correct. and it goes into your brain. So you, when you get up in the morning with a bad mood or something that doesn't go straight, just, just by sitting here and it goes into your mind. You're, so your Correct. first thought is really negative and, like, and then right away, you're, 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 it's, it's not even a process, it's just built in there like, okay, it's okay, it's another day, it's another day and let me create it in a better way. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Right? It's so true. Um, I just want to add to what Rabbi Ackerman is saying is that it's just the proof that it's that it that it takes time and it takes repetition and it takes um, you know, it's like anything. You know, it's it's uh, it takes practice. You know, we don't want to look at it like this. Like like uh, I wanna be positive, so I wanna be positive. It, you have to practice be positive. Now, when you practice being positive, so it's like you play basketball, okay? So you take a shot, you miss it, you try again. You try again, you try again. Like Rabbi Ackerman's saying, like, like once you have different tools and you have different things that you're used to, right? Like he said, I, I, I don't know if anyone noticed, but what he's saying is create, you know, you, you learn that you can create your day. That, that word or that concept of creating, you know, a day is something that we talk about. You know, it's not about having, having a good day is based on other people. If I'm going to create, it's like that in a relationship. If your relationship is not, is not going well, if you have a relationship that's not going well, and you recognize, and sometimes it's very, very hard for a person to do this, and you say, it's really something that I need to work on, something that I need to work on being more positive, being more whatever it is, even accepting that there's a problem in the relationship. And, and sort of honing in on yourself. That already is beginning, you're gonna change your life, right? Today I was w with Yitzi coming, the skies are blue, the weather's gorgeous, it's beautiful, right? That, that's, that's a beautiful thing. And it's, and it's a blessing that the skies are blue and it's a beautiful day. But I don't want the weather of my life to be dependent on whether or not it is raining outside or what the externals are. 
I want to try. I want to try and live my life where I am the captain of my ship. And, and even if someone says something to me that's hurtful, even if a situation happens that I'm not happy with, even if I do something that I'm not happy with what I did, I can learn. I can learn. I, I think we can underline that word. We can learn to, 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 to get in touch and learn to change and learn to understand and learn to grow and learn to change. And that's, uh, that's life. That's really what life is. Simcha, you had your hand up over there? Uh, yeah. Wow, I'm so excited. Simcha Septimus. Yeah. Legend, legend. A legend back there, yes. One more time, how do you? That's a great, great question. Um, so I think the first step is to really, um, you know, define what it is a successful day for you would be. For everyone to look at themselves and say, what to me is a successful day? Um, I think the first thing is really just to get perspective. Um, um, I think that um, also just asking that question, I, I would say, you know, uh, if uh, the, the, my experience and you could talk to other people as well from yeshiva, I think um, when people come to the shear, uh, even if it's for, for part of the shear, uh, but you start off your day um, in, a, in a forum of, of this type of talk and this type of shear and getting a perspective, it sort of gives you a, a sort of a focus and an introspection of what your day uh, can be like. So the first thing is you might want to define what success is for you um, as far as a day, as far as a week, as far as your year. Sometimes a person, it's good for a person to say, what are my goals this year? You don't have to have 100 goals. You could say, I have one goal. I have two goals. I said last night in Shear, yesterday in Shear to the first year guys, right? If your goal is to be, learn how to get hungry, if that then, so success is reading a book, could be reading a book about motivation. That could be success. You know, success could be, I, uh, you know, davened, you know, uh, you know, the, the minyanim in yeshiva. I don't know, it could be I, whatever it might be. Every person would, first you want to probably define that. And then starting off with, one, one thing I do want to say, Simcha, which I think is very important, and I think we underestimate the um, need for this. Um, and that is, we really need to think about life and, and really spend time, um, uh, whether it's listening to motivational things, whether it's sort of feeding yourself, feeding yourself. You know, the world looks at success and happiness in a very different way sometimes than, 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 than is right, than is true. Um, and when a person, let's say, would, would, uh, would spend a half hour, 45 minutes, or an hour listening to music, listening to something that motivates him, whether it's breakfast, lunch, and supper, you split up your day. You start off in the morning, you know, with Masil Susharam. In the afternoon, you do a half hour, 45 minute, also something positive at night. So you're sort of giving yourself a full day of positivity and love and self-care, which is very, very, very powerful. Very, very important and very, very powerful. The more a person can learn to feed his brain with positivity and love and positive affirmations and good things. That's why it's so important to hang around positive, good people. And it's good to have good conversations with people. 
who are who have that energy, because otherwise, what happens is we get, especially with the um, with the media and our and our smartphones and all of that, the world is pumps pumps you know the opposite, and the world uh, pumps the other way. So I think we need to go the other way, and to sort of learn how to pump pump ourselves or or to uh, what's that line that I said to. Uh, um, about brain, uh, positivity over what was that thing you made a sign of it? What was it? To uh, bombard, your bombard your brain, bombard your brain with positivity, like bombard your brain with love and positivity, and those things is is something that is only going to help a person. It's only going to help you to learn how to figure out a way how to do that. You know, figure out a way how my day is is um, filled with just love and positivity. <coughs> And certain and certain um, things that we want, and then you then that'll that'll change because what happens is we grow up a certain way. When you grow up from zero till five till ten, and there's a lot of negativity and there's a lot of things. Or in school, a person at his home, his mother, his father is all negative. Let's say he goes to school and his teachers are negative, and his classmates, and he gets bullied and he gets put down by his brother and he gets. You know, day after day, you're a this, you're a this, you're a this. It's, it's, it, it, it sticks. It sticks in our head. It sticks in a person's head. Yes, your brother. Um, the drinking method is worth it. It's very powerful. The what? The drip method. Right, right, right. Drip method, yeah. Uh, and I uh, personally, um, I, I mean, I've been saying more than I for many years. I never really like it myself. Sitting here, when I wake up in the morning, I think one day I think it was ah. beautiful, 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 right, right. Just the words, just right, just the words to say to wake up in the morning to say Moda Ani. You know, Rav Rafi sitting here, you know, is an inspiration as well. You know, it changes your life. You can change your life. Uh, and the goal, it's not about how old you are. It's not about how old you are. It's about how you're living your life. You can have a 50-year-old and a 60-year-old who's younger than an 18-year-old. He's younger because, because he's growing, because he's changing, he's open, he's happy. You can have an 18-year-old, a 20-year-old who's like he's 90 years old. Right? He's, uh, he's slow, hard to get out of bed, he needs someone to take care of him. He's this, he's not really sure, right? He needs a cane, almost. And then you could have a, a nine-year-old who's, who's, uh, who's running all over the place, who wants to grow, who wants to change, who wants a new perspective. So who's, who's older than who? You know, so, okay, beautiful. Um, so let's learn a halacha, page 100, day 38. Um, avoiding questions which can lead to Lashon Hara. So it says it is best to avoid questions when the answer, right? This is avak lashon hara, which is right asking a question: Are you satisfied with your doctor service? Now, of course, if you're asking because you want to see if you're going to take that doctor, that's a different conversation. But if you're just asking someone, oh, so how was how was um, you know? Uh, are you happy with your daughter's school? Right? Not that you're asking because because you want to send your daughter to that school. You're just trying to make conversation. So when you try and make conversation, you ask questions, um, right? This is a toughie. A person goes to a restaurant. 
So how was the restaurant? So how was it? Right? That would be Lashon Hara if you're going to say, oh, it was terrible. Right? That's pure Lashon Hara. But asking the question is a person has to be very careful uh, to ask that, not to ask those questions. And people then say, oh, so if so, so what am I supposed to talk about? Right? A lot of times people say, oh, if I'm allowed to do that, so what am I supposed to talk about? Okay, great. That's a great question. I don't know. You have to figure out what it is that you have to talk about. Yes, Shlomo. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Meaning, as far as the response, here he's asking. Here he's saying the halachas don't ask the question. But let's say you're saying, what do you do if someone asks you the question? Uh, meaning, are you allowed to lie? Is that what you're asking? <coughs> well, you can say. Well, you can't say the truth. Right. Lashon is the. People, right, remember that. Lashon Hara means you're saying the truth. So if you saw a guy, uh, or a guy is getting angry, or he's doing something, and you say, that guy is always getting angry, or he gets angry a lot, it's true. That's Lashon Hara. So if you say, the, you know, now with food, right, there's a statement in Israel, Tam Varech, Ein Malitvakech, Ein Litvakech, which means, you know, when it comes to food, it's a little bit easier, because people, someone likes it, someone doesn't like it. A tough, it's a tough situation if someone asks you how was the restaurant and you didn't like it. That's tough. I, I would think you could probably say it was great. Probably could lie. I would think so. I think so. I think so. I think so. Yes. Right. Um, yeah. Could be. I think so. I think Lashnahara is worse. I think so. I could look it up, but I, I think, I think, you can't say it, you can't, you're not let us say it. If you have to, if there's no other way that you can, that you can avoid, right? I mean, or you could find something good, right? I had a great time, right? You go out with your wife, right, to a restaurant and the food wasn't good, but, uh, right, Let, let's talk about that. That's a great, that's a great example. You go out with your wife to a restaurant, well, I'm not going to say wife because, well, I'll say wife and then you guys could figure it out from there. If you go out to, to a restaurant, this is a good, I, I, I like this already. If you go out with your wife to a restaurant or someone you love to a restaurant and the food is not good and you are in a bad mood because of that, right? I feel bad for you, why? Because that means that your uh, value and your connection to the person who you went out with is, is less than the food at the restaurant. You got me? You go out with someone who, who you're in love with. You go out with someone, right? If, uh, if your hero uh, would take you out to a restaurant and the food wasn't good, are you going to tell anyone after you go to the restaurant, you're going to talk about the hamburgers and the hot dogs, or are you going to talk about the steak? I'm going to talk about the steak. You're going to talk about the company. You're going to talk about the company. That's what you're going to talk about. So what happens is, when we go to a restaurant, you go out to eat. So this is very good, Shlomo. You go out to eat, so the company was that bad that all you're talking about is the food. Right? We had a great time. We had a great time at the restaurant. Great ambiance, great this. Okay? That's all that's important. But if you really have a bad time, it's not misleading. It's like with the in a way, no? If, it, if that's misleading. 
That what? If you really didn't enjoy the food and you really like, yeah, you had a good time. I was focus. I'm thank God I'm able to eat. Right? right? I, I'm, I was able to eat. I'm able to swallow. I'm able to pay for it. There's so many wonderful things that you could do to focus on besides the food in the restaurant. Does that uh, resonate with anybody? It's hard. It's hard. It's a high level, but but that's uh, that's the way it works. Yes, Rivera. Can you last suggest like suggest the person that, that, you know, that they should go to another restaurant without saying anything? Yes. But they, they do understand that probably you didn't have a good experience. If they if if, if the, no, you can't. You can't. You cannot. No. You if you're going to hint. You're going to hint to, to Lashon Hara also. You can't. It's hard. It's hard. That's why you have to be careful in the questions that are being asked. That's why a person has to be careful. It's hard. It's tricky. Because it's tricky. The, no, yeah. it's, because on the other hand, it's a Shavas Aveda. Like he's going to waste his money. You know, he'll why go there. Why is he wasting there. his money? He's not wasting his money. Why is he wasting his money? In a case that one of the guys brought up with... with it's not bad food. food. It's not like he's going to eat. His body's going to get... I'm saying, he's going to eat. Yeah, he'll he's be going home. out. He'll, he'll enjoy the restaurant. If the food is spoiled, and you know the meal that the guy's gonna, have, but I don't know, right? This, he might enjoy the restaurant. I, I, I can't, I can't say because of his money, whatever it is. His money, his joy, speak, his time, no, whatever. So no, not that's the restaurant. I'm saying if you so know, you could try, and, you could try and steer him to another restaurant. But but Rabbi Erblich was saying, and while you're steering him to the other restaurant, the guy knows that he that you didn't like that restaurant. That's Lashon Har. It's Lashon Har. It's Lashon Har for you to say, I didn't like it. Why is Lashon Har? Because it wasn't my, it wasn't my stuff. You're not saying anything about it. I don't want pizza. But at the place, it's a pizza place. So I got pizza. Place. No, so you could make, you, it might be, it could be, you could say, I don't like pizza. That's what I'm saying. So, so why'd you go, why'd you eat pizza there? No, it's not, I'm saying that I just, you could say, I didn't like pizza. But the look, like people around there were having a good time. I don't know. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. You you could say if you could if you say I personally didn't like the the I personally didn't like the dish that I ordered. Usually the the dishes that I order there are delicious, and I think that it's great. I personally tonight didn't really enjoy it so much, and it's probably me, not the restaurant, could be you'd be, a, that would be okay. Correct, if you would say it, if you would say it in that way. Yes. Yeah. Right, right, correct, right, right, correct, yes, and you would be fine, yes. Again, we, you, you know, also, what Shlomo Zalman is saying, and I think this is very important, is that you know, remember, Lashon Hara is Mizmotzi Ra. You'll know if you're, if, you're, if you're angry at the restaurant. You'll know if you're angry at the person. You'll know if it was the situation that you're in. You'll feel it, as opposed to like you're saying, I'm, I'm okay, all good, great restaurant, just, I, you know, tonight wasn't the best burger for me. Something like that. Yeah, a little louder, please. Yeah. When we were in Ukraine, we went to a Vanya, a Russian spot. And, and we went there with horrible. Like everything 
about it was all the place was not good, but the service was just horrendous, right? And and afterwards, like I was it was so furious, like, I was just angry at this in my mind. And these people were disgusting and nasty. I haven't been no guy, so we trashed them. I'm saying, but they but it was I was so mad at them. Like it wasn't like I'm trying to say something and now I'm also trying to say something because yeah, like it wasn't worth it. But I was so angry at the person, like it was, it was so it was disgusting. You know I mean? like, like I Correct. Right. It could be, which shows I'm saying, it could be that, that it was wrong. And it could be that the food was terrible. The question is, you're, you're, you're angry and you're upset and you have hatred and you have whatever it is, revenge that you want to take. So when the person asks you about it, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like Rabbi Akron was saying, then it becomes a mitzvah. He's Hashabas Oh, it's, it's, it's a mitzvah for me to say that, you know, it's a hefsid mamen. You know, you start getting into, into from a cheshbonos of why I have to say something to the guy. No, I was standing on the other side. That's why I said Oh, Shlomo Zalman. Thank you, Shlomo Zalman. Start that, yeah. You were, yeah? I was on the other side. I, with all the constructions in my house, I had a guy coming over, and he's a big maven. He understands the building and constructions. And he gave me a look of like, okay, there's a few things messed up, but I won't tell you. I'm like, well, why won't you tell me? He's like, no, no, Sado, you're good. Because I told him that I, I think I know what I'm doing. And then I told him, it's a Shava Saveda. You need to tell me. If you see that someone is right. obscene right. money, right. you've got to tell me. You right. can't just stand here and tell right. me there's messed up things right. and not right. tell me. Correct. Correct. Right. Okay, so if I want to go out to a good restaurant with good service, and this guys know this, that, 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 that there's no service there, they feel too good. They don't. They don't feel they need to. So he needs to tell me. Yes, you, you won't enjoy it. I'm telling you, you won't enjoy. It. I, he sees me going to spend 300 shekel. Right. I'm saying from my, from the side of the person that right. wants to go. So How if, dare you tell right. me that it's yes, so perfect, if, it's pretty so beautiful. If, you know if, that I'm going to lose my money. Right. So if it's really litoelas. I mean, Rabbi Ackerman saying, let's say you have a guy who you know is going to spend the money he saved up for six months, right? His, his, even though it doesn't work like that nowadays, but the guy's waiting to go to this restaurant and you know he's going to not like it, you know it's gonna, he's going to be upset about it, and you know he's going, can you tell him something? So the answer, the answer to that is, the answer to that is, if it's not coming from a place of resentment, there are five Toelis, if it's not coming from a place of resentment, if you're not exaggerating, if there's no other way to tell him, if he didn't book it and he's not going there anyway, right? There are ways to do it, but but I just want to say, but with a big underline, but I think it's very hard to get to that because most of the time, the reason you're going to tell the guy something like that is because, exactly, because you're upset at the restaurant. Like, you're Zalman's upset, like Shlomo Zalman saying, you're upset at the restaurant. So you want to get back at them by saying, but you're 100% right. If you're 100% Lishma, and it's really the 300 shekel that you want to save your friend, and you could say it in the most beautiful, beautiful way and say, my personal experience, I think you might want to try another place. You don't have to knock that place. You could say, I know, oh, oh I heard you're going to this and this restaurant. I just want to tell you that I went to this other place and I think you might really enjoy that. Why do you have to say, oh, they were terrible? Okay, beautiful. This is great. Beautiful. Yes, Yona. I just read the 
question a bit stronger. Yeah. Suppose it's like a rabbi, for example, and these uh, people are like uh, friends with like this group of rabbi, and then another family moves to the community and they ask you, like, oh, what do you think about this rock? Let's say if you think that his person for you that he's okay for you, but for them, or maybe right. just you don't even like this rabbi, it's fine, like she said. Right. How are you supposed to, as a more reverend said, point out they have no intention right. of Right. 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 A school or a or a rabbi, a community, a hundred percent. So I, I think so. First of all, that's a great, great question. Um, you really want to make sure that when you are giving over the information and you're helping the person, that you're giving it over in a way that's a respectful way, and you're not giving it. Over, right. Someone asked. We have that question. Someone asked you, should I go to this doctor? Would you recommend this doctor? And you don't like this doctor. And this doctor you think didn't do a good job with you. And you don't, you don't think he has good bedside manner. And you don't blah, blah, blah. So, oh, you're not a slush and horror. The answer is no, of course you're allowed to tell the person. But the question is, how do I tell them? Is it coming from anger? Is it coming from hatred? Is it coming from revenge? How do I say it? Or do, well, you could say something like, you know what? Um, I think that there's, there's another doctor who I think you might want to check out. I personally, you know, think you would, you would appreciate this doctor. This doctor that I see, you know, whatever, you know, I, I, he's my doctor or this rabbi is my rabbi. I think you would <coughs> appreciate the school, great school. A lot of people go to it. I don't think your child will, will do well in that school. I don't think it's for him. I think he might need something different as opposed to Yona, right? Great question, as opposed to that school stinks, the teachers are terrible, the rabbis are this, blah, 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 blah. That's called Lashon Hara. The doctors are this, the doctors are that, right? Again, it's also in the feeling. You know that feeling that you have when you're like all excited to bash the doctor, to bash the rabbi, to bash the school. That's when you know it's Lashon Hara. It's a situation where I learned some money. That what? I lent someone money. Yeah. And they didn't pay me back. Oh. Then that another. So recently, someone else came came in, asked, and my friend mine was there, and he asked, "Oh yeah, can I have this? And I'll pay you tomorrow." He, the, that kid left the room. At that point, can I say to my friend like, "Oh, by the way, he didn't." You, so, so <clears throat> that's a great question. I would assume that it's a similar thing which is you could tell your friend that I just want you to know that um, I had a situation. Now again, it can't be out of anger. You can't be putting the guy down. You can't do it to hurt the guy. But if you really care for your roommate, right, who might be losing money, you could say, I just want you to know that um, <clears throat> you, know, you might want to you know, think so about it. You might... Now what? Exactly. So beautiful. That's a great. That's a great realization. Your intention was not to protect your roommate as much as it was because you were angry that the guy didn't pay it. That's that's very okay. Good. 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 But that hold up. We'll talk about Akram today. So what do you do? But Shalom Yona. I'm gonna say amazing, amazing, amazing. The honesty. The honesty. But that. But that's why it's so important to talk about this. I told you the famous story, the famous story. The story I always say with my daughter, right? She gives me permission to say it with, with, with pudding, with pudding, right? I liked a certain type of pudding, a rice pudding, and 
uh, we bought it, and then and then uh, my wife bought another type. And as I was ready to open up, my daughter said to me, "Oh my gosh!" And she was says, "Oh, don't buy that. Don't this." Blah, blah, blah. What happened? Right? She says, oh, the other one's much better. And she was like, sort of just saying. And you would think, without learning Lashonara, what's the big deal? I'm not allowed to talk about what pudding I like. Right? Why can't she say that one is better than that one? Don't, don't do that, right? And then she looked at me because I gave her this face. She's like, that's Lashonara? Like, she was like upset. Like, Tati, come on. Like, I can't even talk about pudding. And then listen to what happened. She had bought like 10 of these that were on sale. The other puddings she likes it also and she bought it because it was on sale and she was upset she was upset that she spent the whatever it is she bought 10 of them or whatever it is so she was like getting back at the pudding to say don't buy it don't buy it take it right that that's how far it could go in our in our sensitivity of things we get we get we're very 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 sensitive people and when, when we don't get what we want or when things don't go our way, we will, um, um, we get hurt, and, 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 and we'll take it out. We'll take it out on the person. We'll take it out on the situation. Pretty amazing. So what do you do? Is that, what, was that your question, Rabbi Ackerman? So what's a person supposed to do in a situation like that? I, okay, you have, to, you have to check yourself. You have to check yourself. You have to make sure, right? You have to make sure that you are, that you are, um, you know, that it's not coming from a place of... But even if it um, is, what do you do? You're, you're so even if it is, you're money. right, then you can't. And that's Lashonara. Well, if it is, you can't. And it's better for you to let your roommate lose money? I don't know. I don't, that's, what are you supposed to do? I can't speak Lashonara. You're right. You're stuck. You're stuck. Right? You, you can't. You can't go ahead and, and say, right? If the halacha is that a person's not allowed to... Uh, if he's going to lose his job, and his boss tells him, if you talk Lashonara... If you talk Lashon Hara, um, you'll keep your job, right? If you don't talk Lashon Hara, you'll keep, you'll, 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 I mean, I'll fire you if you don't talk Lashon Hara. You're not allowed to talk Lashon Hara. You'll lose your job. What are you supposed to do? That's the power of Lashon Hara. That's the power of, of uh, how terrible it is. Okay, beautiful. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let's learn a little bit of um, Anava as we're in the uh, 23rd parak of um, how to acquire Anava. Hashem will help us all not to speak Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara. I think the most important thing is is to learn, for each and every one of us, to learn how to, um, how to feel, like Yona was saying. For a person to say, okay, you know, this is coming from, from a place of, of revenge. This is coming from a place of hatred. This is coming from a place that I want to get back at somebody. Um, and that's very, very, um, as we've said, it's not about letting the person off the hook. It's about taking the hook out of your heart. It's not about letting off, you know, oh, oh so what, I'm going to let the guy off the hook and, and uh, I'm going to let him get away with it? You, you're the one who's suffering. You're the one who's suffering. So Hashem will help us and all the Jewish people to be zocha, to uh, not speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara, and to judge favorably, to try as best as we can to judge favorably, to see the good, that's what's difficult, but to see the good, we should be zocha, to see the good in ourselves and in, and in all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay, says to Ms. Tilsisham, we're talking about humility, um, and we left off yesterday talking about death and talking about realizing that, that uh, people 
are mortal, <coughs> and each and every one of us, that keeps the person humble. Because that's reality. When you go to a house of mourning, when a person goes to a cemetery, it's better. Why is it better than going to a party? Because when you go to a house of mourning, when you go to a cemetery, you're more in touch with reality. Because the reality is we all end up there. We all end up there. And it's very, very important. It's one of the ways, as the Gemara says, to battle your Yetzirah, is to remember you, the, that, that there will be a day where, where you are, where you're not alive anymore. And it's, very, it's a very good, good thing for a person to think about. Um, the second thing says the Mesil Sharm Hasheni Hu Inyan Chiluf told us as Man Verof Tmuru saying, this is a biggie. Things change. Things change. <clears throat> we all know the, the famous uh, uh, line of Shlomo Amelech, Gam Ze Ya'avar. Right now, usually we apply that to when things are going bad for a person. Don't worry, this too will pass. This too will pass. What keeps a person humble, says the Masil Susharim, and it's a very, very, very important thing for a person to remember, is even when things are going well for you, the more a person can say, this too will pass. When a person realizes that life is something that, like we were speaking about earlier about the moon, a person, no matter what situation you are in, it will pass. Sometimes when things are going well for us, we're like, okay, great, oh, okay, this is it. This is going to stay forever. And sometimes when things are going bad for us, we're like, okay, this is going to stay forever. It's, it's painful, it's hard. Gam ze yavar means that things change. Sometimes a person who has a lot of money is not going to have a lot of money. Sometimes a person who doesn't have a lot of money will have a lot of money. Sometimes a person is down, right? I remember speaking to someone... Uh, someone who I'm, I'm close with <clears throat> for many years and he was always worried about what am I going to do with my future, my money, my this, every decision he made, every decision he made about himself since he was, I knew him from when he was very young, since he was like 15 years old till he was 21, 22 years old, was always about money, money, money. He didn't live his life in a healthy way for, for that. What happened? He ended up marrying like a very, very, very wealthy girl. And that's it. It's over. Done. Done. He never had to worry about money. He didn't have to worry about money uh, ever again. Now, that doesn't happen to everybody. And that's not necessarily mean that he can have a good marriage. But the point is that Hashem, Hashem can do anything <clears throat> to a person. You have a lot of people also who had a lot of money. You have a lot of people who were very wealthy. There are a lot of people like that also. And then what happens? They don't have money. Something happens, and, and, uh, and, and uh, they lose their money, right? It happens like that, right, when it comes to health, right? When a person realizes how, how scary it is, in one second, chas shalom, a person uh, can health-wise, to realize that there are no guarantees. That keeps a person humble. There are no guarantees in life. When a person realizes that's the importance of recognizing today, I have today, I gotta use today to the best of my ability, and that's what he says. He says, How could you become a Balgaiva on something that you have no you have no control over? 
How many sicknesses, God forbid, could come to a person? And he says, suddenly, the guy who you wouldn't look at, you're going to ask him to say Tehillim for you. Suddenly, the guy who you don't like, right? It's like, it's like a guy gets stuck on the side of the road and someone comes to help him out and it's someone who you don't talk to. Suddenly, you're, you're, you're his buddy, right? Someone, you need someone. Suddenly, when you need someone, the guy who you push down is very different. His whole, his whole uh, situation changes in front of you. That keeps a person humble. When a person realizes that things change, people change. Suddenly people, right, what's the joke, right, they say about the guy who was very wealthy and, uh, and uh, he had all the money and uh, uh, he lost all of his money. And he said to somebody, he says, you know what, I understand why all the rabbis and all the chashiva people, they don't come to me anymore for money because I don't have money. But how come they don't come to me to ask me my advice anymore? Right? Okay, they were asking advice right, for the money or whatever it is. But the point is, that's life. That's life. Life is that, that, that you think you're, you're all that. You think everything's going to continue in a certain direction. Right? A person <coughs> never knows what's going to be. He says, <laughs> He says, could come to a person. Here is the line. He's going to have to seek out right, the face. Asher mo'as. To certain people, he didn't want to say hi to them. Suddenly, they're your buddy because you need them. He says, We see this every day. That's the second thing. So the second thing that helps a person get in the perspective of being humble is that things change for you. Things change for the better. Things change also sometimes not for the better. And that, to realize that that's seasons, right? That's why you have seasons. You have summer, spring, winter. You have fall. You have different seasons. You have mountains and valleys. You have darkness and light. We have so many different things that remind us that not everything is constant. Not everything is constant. When a person realizes that, you stay humble. Because even when you have the good things, you stay humble with the good things. Because it's like, I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know how long this good mood, this good day, this good model <coughs> is going to last. I don't know how the, the bad things, sometimes it's, it gives us more chizik when we say, oh, you're going through a bad time, a bad situation. You're like, okay, it's not going to last, right? There's light at the end of the tunnel. But I, I think it's even equally important, could be even more important in this way, because you naturally will do that when you're down. But when things are going well, it's so important to say, this is not going to last forever. Things don't last forever. So I got to take advantage. You have more thankfulness. You have more gratitude. You say, wow, thank God I am where I am. Yes, Shalom What can one do? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great question. Shalom asking practically, what could you do? I think number one, one of the things is, is gratitude. Is really, they say, one of the things they say is, uh, 
I remember hearing this from Rabbi Schneider, it's the Mattel's um, uncle. Um, I remember him telling me is that when you're at someone's house and, and they give you a potato kugel, the potato kugel is delicious, and you say, thank you so much, the potato kugel is delicious, what do they say? They usually say, would you like another piece? Right? So one of the most important things when things are going well, when you say, thank you, Hashem, that things are going well, so then the way it works is, um, Hashem will say, okay, great, can I give you some more of that? So gratitude is a little bit um, underrated, how powerful the Bal- Balatanya writes, and he says that when a person bends and he bows, and he goes like that, which is gratitude, right? You're bringing down Shefa. You bring down Shefa when you, when you are thankful. So the first step, like you're saying, is to be thankful and to really appreciate the time. I don't know anything else that, that a person really can do during that time. You could just be so thankful that you're happy. Be thankful that the weather is good. You can be thankful <coughs> that there's money in the bank. You can be thankful that you can, you can walk, you can talk. You could, you know, I, I, I think that when a person lives like that, so then uh, that's really, what, what else are you supposed to do? You don't know. You could ask Hashem to keep things. You could do good things with the things that you have. That's part of another also. Why does Hashem give a person money? There's one reason that a, Hashem gives a person money. It's not for it to stay in the bank. It's not the why a person, Hashem gives a person money, not to sit in the bank. The money is given to share with other people and to give to other people. That's why Hashem gives a person money, to share with other people. I'm not saying a person can't save money. But I'm just saying uh, Hashem gives us Shefa to share with other people. Could be you could share with other people. Hashem gives us Chachma to share the Chachma with other people. Hashem gives us abundance so we could share that abundance with other people. When we keep it for ourselves, right? So maybe to share. Maybe to share. Yeah, what? what? Yeah. That yeah, what? So I think I did understand. No, 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 it's fine. So, what? Right, right. So, so first of all, I, I think that what's important is is that when you're in whatever stage you're in, uh, be in that stage. And recognize that, that this is a gift for me, this stage that I'm in. And take as much advantage of that stage as you can. Meaning, it's sort of like... Um, like you, you know, you, you can't, you could can prepare for the down, but the way you prepare for the down is by really just being wherever you are in the up. It's not so much, I think part of the reason we want to prepare for the down is because we want to, you know, prepare for the, for the impact, you know, or whatever it is. But, but I think, I think that the more when a person is in a good place and he's feeling good, to really utilize that and really take advantage of that. I think that itself will help a person for the down. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm not maybe expressing it like that. You, you hear what I'm saying? Meaning, meaning that is the avoda of when you're doing well, to realize that I might have a down, but right now I'm given this 
to be thankful and to share. I'm given this to be thankful and to share. If I don't have, I don't have. But right now I have. What happens is people hold on for the down and they don't share. Is that, is that okay, I mean, it's something more maybe to think about, to talk about, but that's, that's where I would start. I would start with, with really, really being thankful and really, really sharing and being um, going. I think sometimes we're so afraid of the down. We, we get afraid of the down, as opposed to say, this is where I am now, and this is what I got to do now. I can't be afraid of my down. I don't know if that, I don't know if that, okay. Maybe we could talk about it. Yes, Raphael. I remember the way said, uh, he tried not to get excited about Right. He's not going to be okay what happened. Right. On the other hand, he said that once things were going great and he happened to be somewhere where he saw a beautiful view, and he said instead of what everyone does is take out the camera and take, take a picture, picture. Right. and that moment, he said that he looked at that view and he saved it for a time where it's going to be in a down state. So that's something beautiful. that's internal, not external, that he took with Beautiful. I just want to share, last night I thought about it, I wanted to share it and share. I went with a few guys from Yeshiva to, to play in a place for, for guys sick, sick in cancer. Fifty couples when one of the spouses is sick with cancer. And uh, the, the lady also in charge told me that 30% is not coming back every year. Like, they all, they know where they're going. And when you go and you play in a place and guys are not participating, they're not singing with you, it's awkward, it's, it's feeling like... And there, there is groups of people that we go and there's stultzy feeling in the ear. It was, even though they were not singing at all, they, they felt awkward from each other, right. but the feeling in the place was so, we were talking about on the way back, I told him I felt such a calm feeling, like there was no stultz, people didn't, you see Mamish, like people know that the end is <coughs> here, there was no gaiva in the ear. The feeling was such anava, so coming, complimenting, being very open, like people that you wouldn't being think. Present, all, being yeah. present, being present, yeah. being present, yeah. It's humbling, very humbling. You go, to a, you go to a hospital, you want to appreciate, you want to be humble, go to a hospital. Go, go to a hospital once a, once a month, go visit somebody, just walk around, go, go see, and you say, thank you, you're thankful. It makes, you, it makes a person very humble. Because at the end of the day, we're, we will all be in that situation. At the end of the day, we will all be in a situation uh, where, we're, where we're, we are helpless. And we are, uh, you know, aware of our, of our um, mortality and how things, uh, you know, things are not what we think they are. And when we live a life, um, when we are okay, and we, when we live a life when you're not in the hospital, and when you live your life when everything's good, like what Ravilla was saying, and you're in touch with, with the panemius, and you're in touch with the truth when everything is okay, then it, doesn't, it might not matter when things are not okay because you were living that way anyway. You were living that way anyway. But uh, okay, either way, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Everyone should have a refuah shlema. It's unbelievable. It's beautiful that you uh, share, share, share that and that you're able to be mashpia, um, mashpia to bring happiness. Shem should help them all. Shem should help all of us. We should be zocha uh, to really take advantage 
of, of, of where we are now. I think that's the key. Wherever you are now, um, that's the key to take advantage and to say, because a lot of times we're waiting for, when you're in a down, you're waiting for you to be up. And when you're, you're up, right, you're, you're anticipating the down. Right? We're, always, uh, we're always somewhere else. We're always, our mind and our happiness is always elsewhere. And uh, the, 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 the present moment, as the Eben Ezra says, as Hashem loves the thing that is the most um, uh, pushed away and the most uh, rejected, and that is the present moment. That's the most rejected thing is what we have right now and how blessed we are right now. So Hashem will help us all. Not to worry about your past, not to worry what's going to be in your future, and to take advantage, like we started off this year, to create an amazing day, to create the day that you want, because life is about arichas yamin, a vow that we want, for sure we want to have a long life, we all want to live a long, long shanim as well, but we should be zochah to live a long shanim, which is a long years, but, but, but Chazal say arichas yamin, because we want our days to be powerful, we want our days to be wonderful, we want our days to be uh, beautiful, because that is our life. So we should be zochah to have an amazing uh, first day as Binyamin Berkowitz coined it a few years ago. It's not the first day of the rest of the life. Your life is really the only day. It's the only day we have. Today is the only day that we have. So let's take advantage of today because that's all we can do is to 